I'll tell anyone who will listen that DC's Dark Knight's Metal is one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. And creator Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo are back for round two in 2020 with Dark Knight's Death Metal. On today's Road to DC Death Metal, I'll investigate how did we get here and what comics should you understand prior to this event, my theories, predictions, and hopes for DC Death Metal, and whether Death Metal can save DC Comics from its current malaise that has been going on for a couple of years now. I'm Dave Busing, founder and editor-in-chief of ComicBookHerald.com. If you like Comic Book Herald YouTube channel or podcast, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing. Links to CBH channels and Patreon support are included in the show notes. You can find full DC reading orders, including Batman and Dark Knight's Metal, the original, on ComicBookHerald.com. Spoilers for discussed comics may, of course, follow. The opening issue of the event releases May 13th, 2020 with Death Metal number one and will feature two three-month chunks of event issues throughout 2020 as well as Metalverse tie-ins. In March, Scott Snyder made a surprise Chicago Comic Con C2E2 appearance to share a ton of tremendously exciting teases including the following. Death Metal will be a Wonder Woman event with Diana in a DC universe where she is the King of Hell, which is also known as Themyscira. The Batman Who Laughs is returning with more dark multiverse Batman than ever, including a monster truck Batman, a Bruce Wayne who was exchanged with Darkseid instead of Scott Free, and the dinosaur from the Batcave Batman. And Batman will be the Lord of the Dead in Death Metal using a black lantern ring. Okay, let's talk a little bit about some of the comics that will help explain how we get here. Snyder's calling Death Metal an anti-crisis and is trying to tie all of DC Universe back together again. In an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Snyder said, So stories like Doomsday Clock, for example, this has a huge sort of connection to that and is very much meant to honor and build on that story. Some of the great stuff that is really affecting the line over with what Brian Michael Bendis is doing over with Superman, this builds on some of that, on some of the event Leviathan stuff, on some of the stuff that Grant Morrison did, as well as older stories from all the crisis. All the crisis of the past come into this in different ways. If everything before this was a crisis, then this is the anti-crisis. Okay, interesting. Again, how did we get here? Well, first we have New 52 Batman. Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's era-defining work on Batman is the best, most consistent run in all of DC's New 52, running from approximately 2011 to 2016. It sets the stage for a large amount of story continuing through the Metalverse. Essentially, whereas Metal was a continuation of that New 52 Batman, Death Metal is, at least as it's been teased, branching out to Wonder Woman and the broader universe. We'll see this in a few of the upcoming relevant reading selections, but Snyder and Capulo have been integrating more and more Justice League into their works over the last several years, starting with Metal and really dedicating the most screen time to Wonder Woman in the pages of their work on Batman Last Night on Earth for Black Label. Multiversity. While the concept of DC's multiverse certainly doesn't begin here, shouts to Flash of Two Worlds and Crisis on Infinite Earths, the Grant Morrison-written multiversity defines and details the 52 multiverses of the DC universe, and unambiguously provides enormous inspiration for DC's metal. The Dark Multiverse, after all, is literally what Morrison's multiversal map looks like when you turn it over. While there may not be overt textual callbacks to multiversity, the entire inspiration for the Dark Multiverse is quite clearly found in these pages. In Dark Knight's Metal, unsurprisingly, the initial Metal event is a must-read heading into Death Metal. What is Metal? The 2017 through early 2018 event book brought an invasion from DC's Dark Multiverse, led by evil reflections of Batman like the Batman Who Laughs. This dark 
Justice League of Batman. There's a Flash Batman, a Green Lantern Batman, a Doomsday Batman. They threaten to take down the whole DC Universe with the coming of their Dark Lord Barbados before Batman and the Justice League can finally stop them. There is, of course, a whole lot more than that, including Nth Metal, Hawkman the World Forger, the Plastic Egg that will save us all. So for the full guide, I do recommend checking out the Comic Book Herald Metal Reading Order, which you can find a link to in the show notes. Perhaps most importantly, Metal is off-the-wall fun. It probably wasn't until Riddler was making Batman fight lions in Zero Year that I realized how much Snyder and Capulo enjoy the madcap energy of superhero comic books, but that's on full display throughout all of Metal. There's Joker dragons, Wonder Woman clocking Black Adam in the face while saying Shazam, and flippin' Dream of the Endless guiding Batman and Superman through the Dark Multiverse. Okay, following Metal, we have Scott Snyder taking over the Justice League franchise, all building to Justice League Year of the Villain. Now, in my opinion, Justice League has been a mixed bag. It is definitely less successful, I think, than the work on Batman. Um, but what it was building to, in many ways, was this major event, Year of the Villain, where you have basically all of the heroes assembling for what was called the Doom War with the Legion of Doom, led by Sexy Lexi Luthor and their, the Legion's efforts to free Perpetua who is this giant cosmic universal concept essentially that doom is the, the is going to prevail. So the theme of Justice League Year of the Villain is basically as as black and white superhero comics can get on a cosmic scale good versus evil except here justice versus doom, right? What does the universe actually tilt towards? What is humanity meant to aspire to, Lex says, actually, it is our base nature, it is our true selves to go to lean towards doom and to grab what is yours and to think of yourself first, effectively. And uh, the Justice League finds a lot of times that that actually is what humanity tends to agree with. At the same time, as all this is happening in Justice League, as Perpetua is being unleashed and sort of uh, tilting the universe towards doom, the biggest recent update for the Batman who laughs as the dark multiverse combo of Batman and the Joker's mentality spreads his darkness across a secret six of DC heroes in a uh, spin-off event of Year of the Villain called The Infected. It's also worth noting that The Infected follows hot on the heels of Scott Snyder and Jock writing a limited series, The Batman Who Laughs, where The Batman Who Laughs returns to Gotham and indeed infects uh, our Bruce Wayne for a period of time. In The Infected, Batman Who Laughs has infected the likes of Shazam and Supergirl and Blue Beetle and uh, Jim Gordon, for example, a host of other heroes and, and general allies, and he has them working you know, for him as part of his dark multiversal plans, which are clearly going to be playing out in the pages of Death Metal. So if you are going to sort of skim, I think, these ideas, if you're the villain, it, it ties into basically all of the DC Universe, and of course I do have a reading order over on Comic Book Herald, but it's a very loose tie-in event. It's more of a thematic connection than anything. So my rec there would be read the Snyder written Justice League issues to get a feel for what what is happening in terms of you know where the 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 DC universe stands. And then I would definitely recommend reading Batman Superman number one to number five to at least get the core tale of the infected as it pertains to the Batman who laughs. 
So in regards to both Year of the Villain and the Infected, well, you know, again, we talked about that a little bit, influencing the state of the DC Universe heading into Death Metal, Snyder said, It seems as though DC Universe has been transformed in such a way that Perpetua and the Batman Who Laughs have taken over, and the heroes are in a terrible, terrible way. That's definitely the most interesting thing about the state of the DC Universe, at least the, the Snyder side of the DC Universe right now, is, you know, justice has lost. Um, the way Snyder's run with issue 39 of Justice League effectively ends is uh, perpetual wins. And the heroes are basically transplanted. I think they're on the moon. And they are not on Earth. They are not necessarily there to save people from what comes next as as the world sort of, again, cosmically and thematically uh, and it's sort of spiritually tilted towards doom. So that is what is to come in death metal is looking at, okay, with the heroes having had all these losses with the Justice League and and the world basically saying, no, we're good with selfish, this this quote unquote, you know, ideology of doom, what happens next? And I think that's what we're going to see in the pages of death metal now there is also a black label label book by snyder and capulo last night on earth it's allegedly the conclusion of snyder and capulo's batman centric sequence again batman's a part of death metal but the event is characterized characterized as a wonder woman showcase this dc black label prestige series is set in a dystopic future and could easily be defined as out of continuity except it doesn't need to be Last Night on Earth feels like a very plausible endpoint to Scott Snyder's Justice League with shared illusions and themes. Indeed, sort of the the framing device for how Batman wakes up in sort of this post-apocalyptic landscape is very similar to Year of the Villain and and everyone's sort of siding towards Doom and Lex Luthor's, again, sort of um, new grand religion of Doom. So it's also intriguing to consider how the Batman version of this event will play out compared to Wonder Woman's in death metal if if we have Snyder and Capilo really embracing sort of a lost world and now Wonder Woman is setting out to bring it back in the pages of death metal. So some theories. Will this connect to 5G? Um, so DC 5G, this five generation idea that has been teased for a while now, uh, the biggest hook of it is effectively that it's going to sort of restructure DC timelines. Um, there have been, I think, five one shots announced. I do expect that there will be some more connective tissue than I was probably anticipating here uh, in, sen- in, in the sense that Scott Snyder and artist Brian Hitch did a story in Wonder Woman number 750. And I was looking for 5G and Death Metal to play out pretty separately, but more and more it's looking like they're actually, like Death Metal is actually the glue of the timeline restructuring that's going to happen across DC, and they may well be the same thing essentially, which is good because death metal sounds significantly more fun than 5G on its own. Snyder wrote in the Wonder Woman sequence, she was the first superhero, and yet it was the heroism she saw in each and every one of us that shined a new way forward, a way out of the dark. The Stinger is a very pointed final image of Alan Scott, the original Green Lantern, wearing his ring, tying back to his uh, relatively crucial role in Doomsday Clock. And I, I don't have, I don't want to go too deep on this right now in terms of Doomsday Clock, but if you read that, you know that Alan Scott and the Justice Society for, of America is one of the first and sort of biggest things that Dr. Manhattan pulls at in terms of messing with DC Universe and timelines. So I don't think that's an accidental inclusion there by Snyder and Hitch. I will also mention one very John Zian and also sort of Snyder style thing that I expect to get played with. In Doomsday Clock, we have the Metaverse is sort of originated by Dr. Manhattan. This is the thing that allows for 
all DC Comics to kind of exist under the same universal uh, framework, the metaverse, I think there's no way that that doesn't become an approximate equivalent of the metalverse. Metaverse, metalverse, they sound similar. They're one letter apart. I think those things are going to blend in death metal. The other thing that I think is going to happen with death metal, we've been seeing a lot of, uh, in the pages of Flash Forward, the six-issue limited series that came out of the pages of Heroes in Crisis. It's a Wally West-starring cosmic adventure that that results in him ultimately getting uh, both Dr. Manhattan's powers and the use of the Mobius chair. Uh, You kind of have to read it to understand how we get there. But in the very beginning, of that series there's a lot of dark multiverse teasing so you know they they have this overview of the dark multiverse is coming essentially and it is spreading and growing and this is definitely a threat that the batman who laughs is going to be wielding and taking advantage of in the pages of death metal so i do expect the flash forward is going to be a fairly important book as well so my biggest theory here for death metal is that it's this is the five generations event this is actually everyone's looking for sort of this separate thing in these limited series and again there's going to be these one shots that are obviously going to detail things but i think death metal is going to be the book that makes it make all make sense um and that that restores and sort of solidifies what the dc timeline is we know from the snyder story that Wonder Woman is the first DC hero in 1939 and everyone comes in her wake. I think all of those answers, how all of that can make sense with the entire history of DC Comics, it's going to come in the pages of Death Metal. And this is based on, again, Snyder's own quotes saying, you know, this is not a crisis. This is the anti-crisis. This is how we make everything work together. So that is a big, grand ambition. I'm very curious to see how they may pull it off because that... That type of structural continuity stuff is where DC Comics can fall flat on its face. <laughs> it's it's a, either a bug or a feature, depending on how much you care about continuity. Um, you know, if dating back to Crisis on Infinite Earths and, and Infinite Crisis, a lot of times the story can read like editorial mandate coming through. And I think that that can be an impediment. But again, I, I really trust Snyder and Capito's creators. I think they are very good at having fun with the madness of the DC universe. So if they can pull off both both these things, Death Metal will be a very impressive event indeed. So again, it kicks off this summer, 2020, and I am looking forward to it. Hey, if you have thoughts, theories, ideas, comics you'd suggest to read prior to Death Metal, uh, leave a comment here on the channel, or of course you can find me at ComicBookHerald or ComicBookHerald.com. Online, I'm Dave, and again, you can write me with any of your comics questions, requests, of course, um, or reading order guide ideas as I'm putting together a whole lot of those, including, again, you can find the entire death metal reading order on Comic Book Herald as events and tie-ins are released. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and as always, enjoy the comics.